Emmanuel. It's a celebration and loving memory. Yeah. Yeah. A wonderful young lady, Linda Morris Jackson. Loved wife, mother, daughter, sister, grandmother, and nurse. Here at the Church of Redeemer, Christ of Redeemer Church. And, uh, I just want to say to you that uh, concerning on that, I want to say this now. She really was a wonderful, nice young lady. We'll say this. She would be mean sometimes. <laughs> she sent me the picture of a cake, beautiful cake, and say I made this. I said, can I, can I have a piece? No, I made it for my husband. What you sitting there? <laughs> 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 then she make a beautiful pie and send a picture. Yeah. Oh, I love pie. Yeah. So can I have a piece of it? No, because you know you're diabetic. Well, stop sending me. <laughs> <laughs> me. She was beautiful, beautiful, wonderful person. We're going to miss her. We're going to have some words of encouragement now coming from uh, Reverend Carlos, we're here for our house to be in prayer. Okay, so we're going to go ahead and have our words of encouragement from Reverend Carlos Perry Johnson. Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord again, everybody. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Right. 
grade, I knew we all grew up in the same neighborhood. And I lived three blocks from my maternal grandmother and three blocks from my paternal grandmother. And so my daddy and mama decided that um, when we were in high school, we were going to move, we were going to change addresses. And we, because we had outgrown the house where we lived on West 8th Street, and so my parents moved us to a new location. And I thought about that. I said, well, God, how is it that my daddy is taking me away from my grandmamas? Because I could walk down there and get me something to eat for if I wanted to. Amen. I could go to Mama Bella's house. I could go to Mama Dear's house just in case Mama them. And daddy moved us all the way across town. Lord, have mercy. Um, but he moved us across town. But one thing I realized that I could always go back to grandmama's house. I could always go back to over there and get me something to eat. What are you trying to say? You know, Olivia can't come back, but let me tell you what I'm trying to say. I'm going to let you just change that person. Amen, somebody.
I get to where the church be saying it, which is, they come from Psalms, the 23rd book of Psalms. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not walk. He make me to lie down in green pastures. He lead me beside the still water. He restore my soul. He lead me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff covers me. They have prepared the table before me in the presence of my enemies. He anointed my head with oil. He, my cup running over. But surely, surely. goodness yes. and mercy yes. shall follow me all the days of my life. Yes. And I will dwell in the yes. house of the Lord forever. Yes. Amen. Church, say amen. Amen. Amen again. Amen. amen. I was reading from the book of Revelation this morning. Ooh. And I saw a new heaven. Yeah. And a new earth. Ooh. The first heaven and the first earth were passed away and there was no more sea. And I, John, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down from God out of heaven, prepared as a bride of dawn for her husband. And I heard a great voice out of heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men. And he shall dwell with them, and they shall be his people. God himself shall be with them and be their God. God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes, and there shall be no more death, neither sorrow nor crime, neither shall there be any more pain. For the former things are passed away. And he that sat upon the throne said, Behold, I make all things new. And he said unto me, Write, for these words are true and faithful. He said unto me, It is done, I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. I will give unto him that is a thirst fountain of water of life freely. Last verse 7 he says, he that overcome shall inherit all things. Now I will be his God and he shall be my
they brought love and shared love wherever, wherever she went. The Olivia I remember was always quiet and peaceful, but as someone had said already, wouldn't let you know what she thought and what she did. <laughs> but you live long enough, you know there is a difference and someone naming the right thing and having a good name in the community. But I'm here today to tell you that Olivia had a good name with the class of 1978. She had a real good name. On a couple of days ago, I sent out a text message to some of our classmates. And it, it was though they were standing by their phones waiting on the message. In less than five minutes, I began to get responses back. And what I asked was, tell me the first thing that comes to mind when you think of Olivia. And I'll share a few of them with you. One classmate said she was always quiet and nice. And she was always the first one to pay her dues to the class. <laughs> That's a good thing. <laughs> Another one said that she loved her children. And we know that a, a good mom is worth her weight in gold. Another classmate said that I visited with her in her last day. And even then, she was thinking about and caring for others. And I asked her, did she need anything? And Olivia's response was, no, I'm fine. But will you pray for my pastor? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they got it right when they named her Olivia. Before I go to my seat, I just want to say to the family that I know these are some hard times and some tough times. But remember, remember your mom, your sister, your grandmother. And just know that God don't make mistakes. And I'm just here today to tell you that in the days to come, when you think about it, know that just like the people that named her the right thing, God got this right thing. Get your rest on living. We love you. Take care of family. And we'll see you on the other side. she's coming, I want to say uh, to Brother Jackson, we thank you so much for sharing Olivia with us. Amen. Appreciate you so much. Matter of fact, uh, the Washington Chapel family donated a plan to another gathering soon. And I think we're going to make you an honorary member of our class. <laughs> we'll be invited.
highest humble servant of God, visionary, and the angel of his house. Pastor Christopher Thomas. Thank you, family and friends, for giving me this, this opportunity to be able to encourage you at this time. I have known uh, Miss Olivia all my life. And actually, I didn't know until the last few weeks that they knew more about me than I knew about myself. <laughs> it was an Aunt Cleo. My Aunt Cleo used to keep me when I was a child. And I had three older brothers, and one of the aunts said in the back, said, one of y'all was just bad. <laughs> I said that was my brother, Tariq. <laughs> Miss Olivia, what many have already stated here this morning is her smile and her love for children. And, and I look back at going to the house and this area, I don't know if it's called Howard Drive area, as a kid and going to see Greg and Steve. And she always been, was very generous. She was like a godmom to me. And so she always welcomed me and my brother and my mom. But I went off. Uh, to college and I went away from here and bombed up for a while and, and I came back and I did a funeral. And after I did the funeral, um, one young lady came up to me and she came up to me and just smiled and said, boy, give me a hug. And I kept looking and looking, you know, we have masks now and I'm looking like, who is this? I'm gonna hug right now. <laughs> and come to find out who was Miss Olivia. And give you a little bit of backstory to this. Uh, when I came back to town, I have a heart for this community. And, and the Lord has blessed us with so many teenagers and college students coming to the church. Amen. But we didn't have any seasoned saints. We didn't have any ladies that were seasoned that can help pour into our young ladies. And so we've been praying and praying for a seasoned mother to come here to help encourage us. And as if we are a young church. And so I talked to Miss Olivia afterwards. She said, Preston, the Lord called me to be at this church. And I looked up and I was kind of shocked for a minute. Because this is what we've been praying for. And she said, well, the Lord has called me. And she didn't know what we've been praying for. She didn't have any clue that we've been praying for this. And so I heard the words. She said she has heard from the Lord. said, this church she's going to belong to. And I didn't pay any. I mean, I, I heard that. And I said, well, people have said that before. Then I looked up the next Sunday, I looked in the back of the church, a lady with yellow gloves on, a mask on, I think she might have a scarf or something on her head, and I looked around, I said, I can't wait to say something to the guests at the church, and I went up to her and I saw her, it was Miss Olivia. Then I heard her passing, then they got to me to the place I'm asking the Lord, I've been praying for a sister that was seasoned, that know the Lord, that can help us in the church, and now you took our sister away. Yeah. And I'm like, Lord, we need some older saints to pour. Like, what is going on here? And so the Lord brought me to Titus 2. And so I want to read that for us today. I'm going to walk through it today. Shantae looked at me and said, Crescent, we don't want a long service, so just give me a few moments, Shantae. But it tells us in God's word in Titus 2, 11 through 14. 
And you might ask a question like, Chris, you, you are going to encourage us this morning, but how is this text going to encourage us, the family? How does this text relate to our sister Olivia? Well, I pray that by the end of this message, that you can see what the Lord is doing in this text. It says, for the grace of God has appeared, bringing salvation to all people. Verse 12 in chapter 2 of Titus. Training us to renounce ungodliness and worldly passions and to live self-controlled, upright, and godly lives in the present age. Waiting for our blessed hope, appearing of the glory of our great God and Savior Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us to redeem us from all lawlessness and to purify us for himself, a people for his own possession, for his zealous, for good works. The point I want to deal with it, we need a perfect gift. In verse 13, and I'm going to end with this. What was this gift in verse 14? So jump with me in the first point here. We lost the perfect gift in verse 11 and 12. And as I mentioned earlier, that how we've been praying at the church for a season sister to come. We have prayed for a gift, and the, and the Lord gave her to us. She was a gift of answer prayer. She was the perfect gift for us, because she was so kind and so sweet as the young ladies coming to the church. Well, Paul, in this letter to the Titus, remind us of a gift that we lost as well. It says, for by the grace of God, the appeared, bringing salvation to all people. Salvation is needed because disparity came into the world. When sin came into the world, disparity came, cancer came, sickness came into the world. Death came to the world through sin. Yeah. Ungodliness, it tells in the scriptures. Worldly passions. All these things, this lacking of self-control came into the world. All these came into the world, so we lost what we had at the beginning. Yeah. Even today, we can feel like something went wrong, right? But we lost something special to us. We lost a friend, we lost a sister, we lost a mother, we lost a wife. But also, we lost a part of the life we couldn't live. All right. So on that cross, Jesus was on the cross. And it tells us in, in Corinthians, for he made him to know sin, or to be sin, who knew no sin, that in him we might become the righteousness of God. Yes, sir. So Jesus became sin for us. Yeah. Family. It wasn't his sin. It's for our sin in his room. Yeah. For those that are believing in Jesus, his sin was placed, I mean, our sin was placed on him. Yeah. So why did we need a perfect gift? Because death came into this world. And God already knew what the perfect going to be. It's going to be himself. Let's remind me of our sister, Miss Olivia Jackson. The Lord knew we needed a seasoned saint here at the church. And by his wisdom and his design, he brought her to us. In the time that she was with us, I could see the smiles of our lady faces. And right before she left to go to Kansas City, she came in and said, hey, Pastor, hey, I need some prayer. And the ladies just came in and said, Pastor, back up. We got this. And so the ladies just came around our sister and just prayed over her yeah. before she left. Wow. That's the impact that she had here in the time that she was here. She was the perfect gift for us. And the last one I'm going to end right here again. What was the gift in verse 14? The gift we received was our dear sister Olivia. 
She's the perfect gift to walk into our church to encourage us. But Miss Olivia would not want to just over-exalt her on a Sunday morning. And even this, this morning right now, Miss Olivia would say, Chris, talk about Jesus. Don't talk about me, talk about Jesus. And so, and so what I would say here this morning, that perfect gift is Jesus. Yeah. She mentioned how Crescent that I want to be in a church that's going to preach the word faithfully. I want to be in a church that's not going to hold back on truth. Yeah. I said, Miss Livia, by God, grace you at the right church. Yeah. And she said, Crescent, I'm not perfect. I said, if you would, we wouldn't need to say it. I, right. I said, none of us is perfect. Yeah. But we got a perfect Savior. Yeah. And she knew that the perfect gift was God's grace. One of the things that was so profound, I have a daughter that's three years old. And we do the bust of the Bible here, and I showed Shantae, told Shantae about this story. And it was time for Miss Olivia to get up and do the bust of the Bible. Mm -hmm. And she saw the three-year-old do it, and she whispered over to me, I'm not going to let this three-year-old embarrass me. I tell you what, I'm going to sit here, and I'll be ready in the weeks ahead. <laughs> but even for her, she had a desire to say, Christian, I want to learn. I want to learn. I want to grow. I need to know more about this Bible. And I said, you're at the right place. And tells us in verse 14, who gave himself for us to redeem us from our own all our lawlessness and to purify for himself a people for his own possession, who are zealous for good works. Jesus gave himself for us, family. Amen. We couldn't redeem ourselves, but Jesus could. Yeah. We, we couldn't purify ourselves, but Jesus could. Yeah. We couldn't make ourselves his own possession, but Jesus could. Yeah. We couldn't make ourselves zealous for good work, but Jesus could. Yeah. Jesus is a perfect gift in the broken world. Death has visited us today. Cancer is real, disparity is real, enemies are real, but our God is real. Amen. It tells us in our brother that read the book of Revelation. One day he's going to wipe away every tear because earlier in Revelation 20 and 21, he talked about where is death, right? He's going to put away death forevermore. Death is not going to win forever. It's going to be defeated. We know it's going to be defeated because Christ defeated it when he was raised from the grave. That's right, that's right. He showed you the power of it even in the life of Lazarus, right? When Lazarus was dead, when everybody was worried, Jesus said, Lazarus, rise. And Lazarus didn't have to think. He rose right up. In the same way, Jesus has the power over it. And he has accomplished it by being raised from the grave. But also, he's going to raise us up with him. So family, in spite of all these things, we have Jesus that came to be the perfect gift at the perfect time. And as we end today, Shantae's blinking at me now. <laughs> Let me share, share one more thing about our sweet sister Olivia. <laughs> one more thing. Even at her death, she reminds us of our Savior. As we've been a smaller church with a lot of young people, a lot of times we forget things. You guys probably noticed we're trying to get the music and stuff together and we're kind of all over the place, and a lot of times we try to cover things up so everybody won't see all of our imperfections. Mm -hmm. Well, one thing, one Sunday in a while back, we were setting up for communion, and we looked around, we didn't have any cups. So we didn't check and everything, we didn't have any cups, so we were in a place like, what are we going to do? You know, we got some styrofoam cups in the back, but 
we don't have any cup for communion. So I got up and spoke and said, hey, let's just sing a song this morning. And let's sing a song, we're going to be dismissed. And I didn't say all the details that we didn't have any cups. I tried to play it down. So we canceled communion. Well, Miss Livia, when she was in the hospital, her last few moments in this world, she thought about us. She thought about us in a special way. She ordered communion cups for us. We didn't know she noticed that. Only thing I got when one of her child, one of her kids came by the house, said we're dropping over communion cups. Amen. Amen. Even at her death, she was a giver. Even at Christ's death, he was a giver. Yes. Family, this past Sunday, we actually drunk out of those cups. Amen. So, what I'm reminded about in our sister, I'm reminded about Jesus. Even at his death, he thought of us. Yeah. Jesus didn't have to come. That's right. He could have stayed in heaven with the Father forevermore, been there forevermore, but Jesus thought about us. And he gave himself for us. Yeah. So we could be made right with the Father. Yeah. My sister Olivia, even at her death, she gave. Family, she minds of our Savior. And for those that are here, might not understand what I'm saying right now was that I would say that Jesus is the only hope. Yeah. You can try everything in the world, it's going to fail you. You can try everything in the world, it's a temporary satisfaction. But Jesus, right, Jesus is a true satisfaction. I would say, trust him today. Yeah. Let me pray for us. Our Father God is in heaven, Lord, we thank you, Lord, for the perfect gift of our Savior. Yeah. But Lord, we thank you also, Lord, for the sweet gift of our sister, Olivia. Yes. Lord, let not her life be in vain. Let us cherish these moments. Let's embrace these moments. Let us be a better family. Let us be better friends. Let us be a better church through her life. Comfort the family. Remind the family, Lord. You would never lead them or forsake them. But let them see that one day, for all those that believe, we're going to see the glory of God, but also we're going to see the beauty of our sister. Thank you, Lord. Christ, let me pray. Amen.
Yeah.